we all let thoughts enter our mind. We have other people around us that contribute to those thoughts that enter our mind. And really our mindset is all about planting seeds in our head and letting those things continue to cultivate. The mindset is really about a set of assumptions. What you believe is really what you become. And as long as you continue to believe that the things that other people tell you, they're negative, good, bad, or indifferent, it's really gonna be what you become. Hi, my name is Kirby Ingalls. I'm a leadership and transformation coach, a father of four, and a U.S. Army veteran. And this podcast is dedicated to helping you achieve true success. Every week, my goal is to help you move one step closer to true success in a life that is rich and satisfying and helping you become the pillar of your community. Now, here on the True Success Podcast, we talk about leadership and personal transformation and dive deep into topics like mentoring, coaching, balance, problem solving, and creating an impact. True success is living your life's true calling. It's discovering new ways of viewing the world, building a life that's charged with hope, transparency, happiness, and fulfillment. True success is not what you think it is. Close your eyes and imagine setting goals, targets, and meeting them while adding value to the lives of others and making a difference daily in your community. Now there's a good book by Dr. Henry Cloud called Boundaries, and he talks about this concept of boundaries. You'll have to create boundaries around yourself, especially with the people in your life. There are going to be some people that are close to you that you're going to have to keep within arm's reach because they're going to bring out either the best in you or the worst in you. You're going to have to be careful about that. And so mindset is, again, a set of assumptions that we have. And so that can either be positive or negative, and it could be indifferent. Carol DeWick in the the new psychology of success, she actually went on to say that failure is not necessarily a result of your talent, but your mindset. And that's how important your mindset is. You could be extremely talented if you don't have the right mindset, and you're going to rely mostly on your natural talents, but that's not going to get you to where you need to go. When you think about it, it kind of goes back to the story about the tortoise in the air. The tortoise had a positive mindset and was going to finish the race while the hare was a little bit lazy and had natural ability but had a horrible mindset. However, the turtle was a little bit slower. He had a powerful mindset of can do and will do. And one of those, the two most powerful words in the English language is I am. And everything that follows that generally becomes true if you put in the work. Mindset is about a set of assumptions. So we have to allow the right seeds to be planted within our mind. And we can do this by having that abundance. If you read the book, Think or Grow Rich, it really talks about abundance. You can either have a fixed mindset or an abundance mindset. And that is really critical of thinking about all the possibilities, all the opportunities that are in your life, and looking at the options before you. Mostly about assumptions. You could either look at the silver lining in things, or you could look at the things that, oh, poor me, poor pitiful me. You know, I was in that kind of situation myself for a while. I believed a lot of the things that I was seeing and that I was feeling and I was hearing. 
And it wasn't until I decided that enough is enough and I was going to clear my own path, seek opportunities and find opportunities, notice the ones that were before me, say that I can, I am good enough, I do have what it takes. Until I started believing that and started believing in myself, nothing was happening until then. Your mindset is really about a choice. You can either have this choice or choose another option, another way. Really, that choice really allows you to kind of change your life. So one of the examples that I'll use in my life was I had two herniated discs in my neck. And I also had two in my lower back. For the longest time, I was listening to the doctors and they were telling me, oh, no, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. I was actually starting to get depressed and I was feeling bad about myself and I just didn't think I had the innate ability to do things anymore. And once your mind starts going, your physical body starts to go with it. As I got to a certain point where I was just completely miserable, that's when I kind of decided there's got to be something else. So I started doing my own research, Tai Chi. I started doing a lot of pool work for my back, a lot of cycling, body pump, just all kinds of different things that were not things I normally did, thought, oh, I got to lift these power weight barbells. But really what I found out was calisthenics actually helped strengthen my back and it became strong enough to where I could do those things again. Uh, one of the surgeons told me that I was going to be in a wheelchair by the time I was 70 and I needed to stop running completely because of my back. He said the only time I should run is on a treadmill or in a football field and do sprints on a improved surface football fields, not a not the hard ground, but the cork ones with all the little rubber uh, material and the grass is sewn in. And that's what he told me. He says, you should never, ever run again. It's bad on you and it's bad for people. That bothered me, right? So as I was driving home, I thought, you know, I, I just got to do something about this. This can't be it. If I'm going to be in a wheelchair by the time I'm 70, fine. I'm going to empty out my bucket list now. And so... I decided, you know, one of the first things on my bucket list is I always wanted to run a 5K. I want to run a marathon. I've never done that, but I've never really actually ran a 5K. Now, I've run on my own and made it, but I've never actually entered a race. So I was searching on the internet, and I found a 10K, and I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Whatever. My back's going out. The doctor said I'm going to be in a wheelchair by the time I'm 70. Might as well just do it now. And so I went on that 10K run. And I actually finished third in my age group. And I was like, whoa, hold on a minute. And I was actually pretty good at it. Um, and I'd never competitively run again. Well, I realized that that run was double runs that were on a circuit. Joined this, uh, the Mid-America Racing Association called Mara in Kansas City. Started to go to all uh, races where I could get points. And I consistently finished third, second. And I actually finished first one time in one race in my age group. And I started racking up the points in a NASCAR style effort. I never finished first, but I was like the tortoise. I was consistently finishing second or third. And I ended up winning my age group amongst all the people that are belong to that association in, in, in the Kansas City metro area. From that point on, I decided to take it a little bit further. Man, through some research, found out trail running was really good for the body. It's really good for the knees, the ankles, uh, your core. So I started running trails and got into the trail running community in Kansas City with the trail nerds. I continued to run and run and run, and my back started feeling better and better, and I was getting stronger and faster and better. And then I decided to run a 31-mile trail run. And remember, the doctor said I should never run again. I ran that first race. I actually did a 20-miler, never did a half-mile or a 50-mile, and I did a 40-miler, which was the uh, the last, I think, 40-miler that uh, at Clinton Lake uh, that the trail nerds did. And then, then I did a 50K, which is about 31 miles, and then a 50-miler. And so I've done about 13 or 14 of these ultra marathons since then. 
and I'm perfectly fine. I don't take meds anymore. I'm not hurt in pain every single day. I just manage it myself and I have this I can attitude. And then when you have this I can attitude, you can do anything you want. What you think about is really what you become. And if you feel like you're an athlete, you are an athlete. And one of the first times I heard somebody say, like, if you want to be an author, you need to tell yourself and communicate to the world that you're an author. So if you want to be a public speaker, you need to communicate to the world and tell them you are a public speaker. You do have what it takes and that you are good enough and you're going to get out there. And if you want to be out in a crowd of 10,000 people speaking, then you need to believe that. You have a choice. You definitely have a choice in this matter about what you allow into your head and what you block out. You have all the tools you need. You are it, right? You don't need anything else. You just need to have the right mindset. Your mind is the most powerful thing that you have. And if it's in the right mind frame, in the right mindset, you can be anything that you set out to be. Hey folks, that's it for today. If you want more great content like this, visit www.kirbyingles.com. Again, that's www.kirbyingles.com. And I only wish you the best of fortunes in 2020 and set your sights high and focus on true success.